be unwilling to go to his turf in Atlantic City. I'm going to step on him. I'm going to crush him. Y'all can mark my words in his Boxing Freaks, welcome to another episode of the JMBRA Boxing Podcast here in the Cult of Ramble Ranch in the Squatter Studios. I am your host, Whiskey J, and we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Canelo, is he going to fight Plant? Is he not going to fight Plant? What's his rumor about a three-fight deal with the PBC now to one fight? Is it one fight, three fights, five fights? Who knows? We'll break that down. Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder moved to October. We'll give our thoughts on that, and Virgil Ortiz steps up. Mean Machine? You guys heard us talk crap about that. We'll give you our take. And we'll go into our predictions with Charlo Castiano. That's the main event we got. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm not the only one that does this. I do have a co-host. He's wearing his tank top again because he likes to show off his guns and his pale skin with his farmer's tans. The one and only Beere in the motherfucking house. Beere. I was born It's, it's hot, man. Uh, I know it is, man. <laughs> I know it is, bro. I know it, it is. Really you is. It you really don't got to tell me. Yeah. I knows. Yes, yes, yes. I'm out there, like how Escaleto says, I'm out there on the fields. <laughs> he wouldn't say that. He, went, he says that. He's like, oh, you're always out there in the field. I'm like, you you, you know I'm not in the farms, right? Like, I'm in a truck. Yes, it's hot, but they, they, I don't call it the fields. And he's like, oh, you, you know what I mean. And I'm like, no, but people might generally think I'm out there in the field. Literally think, yep. yep. Or you disrespect people that are actually in the fields. Either way, you're being disrespectful, sir. How you doing, B-Ray? That sounds like a skeleton. Really good. Really good, man. Really good. Another yeah. an- another week. Another week. Yes. Another week. Another another almost almost to our little vacation. We're gonna be taking a couple. Oh weeks. yes, another two weeks. I want to say. Yep. In two weeks, we head up to Lake Havasu. Yes. Even though California's starting to shut down again. Even though yes. <laughs> so we're gonna leave this thinking. Yeah, pretty state, much, man. Thinking state for the weekend. Yeah. In a couple weeks. Oh my God. Yes. But uh, yeah. no, it is hot as balls. I just finished working out. I'm starting to work back again. But working good. back out, working my leg out. My uh, left leg is still acting up. But uh, no, yeah, how can I say? You know what? Elise is teaching me to do some of the fundamentals. Like, you know, I always like to move around. You know, I like to bounce on my feet. Yeah. Here, I'm stationary. You know, you know, I'm doing more of the fundamentals, keeping my hands moving. That's you good. Know? So it, that's kind of what I like right now that with these workouts. You know, I'm learning more of the fundamental, like not learning, but I'm rededicating myself to the fundamentals, yeah. like the jab, the right hand, the slipping, and you know all that stuff. Where before I was, you know, very, uh, I was using more whatever athleticism I had left in my legs. Yeah, I was using that to yeah. get away with a lot of shit I was doing. <laughs> yeah. With this, I mean, I feel more. Uh, what can I say? More, um, I can fight in the pocket more comfortably than I probably would have done. Bef- I wouldn't have done before. Mm-hmm. I, I'll say it like that. But no, other than that, I mean, 
just working, trying to right. get ready for a Ramble Friday. Right. That's pretty much what I've been up to. You, yeah, and of course, bit. planning my my wife taking on my wife this weekend to a nice dinner. Yes, that's right. For, yeah. To celebrate a little date night slash mm-hmm. uh, early birthday celebration that's with good, the wifey. Got to, got to. But uh, be real, we got good, a lot man. of stuff to talk about, man. Yeah, we do actually. We so got like, some stuff to talk about. Like yeah. I said, we have three topics plus the main event, which is our uh, our predictions for this weekend's fights. Yeah. But let's get down to it. Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury got COVID. Uh, he yeah. got. We we talked about it on Monday. He got COVID. You know, fight got postponed. Did he? That's the rumor. We'll talk about that. <laughs> well, it's being now rescheduled for October 9th on uh, October. Uh, it's going to be um, a joint venture of ESPN and Fox pay-per-view. Mm. B-Ray, this fight was supposed to happen next Saturday. Next Saturday, yeah. Postponed to October 9th. You just said, did he really catch COVID? Did he really catch People COVID? are starting to think that he didn't. I know that Boxing Ego, shout out to the Boxing Ego uh, mm-hmm. show on YouTube, has been very strong on of throwing out pictures of Tyson Fury in the casino shaking people's hands. He's even saying Tyson Fury ha- must be in the Guinness World Record because he beat COVID in six days. <laughs> because, you know, now they're saying, so he tested positive mm-hmm. twice and then six days after tested negative for COVID-19. And there's really? pictures of him renting a renting a luxury car in Vegas. There's pictures of him in Vegas. Um it was come to find out that he did not take the second uh, vaccine shot for some apparent reason. Oh, not apparent. His excuse was he didn't want to take the shot because he didn't want to be sick while doing the training. Yeah, there we go. That's what I read, too. Yeah. And, you know, okay, I, I get that. I took my vaccine shots. I felt like shit in the first one. A lot of people felt shit in the second one. I get that. Mm-hmm. But this is irresponsible of Tyson Fury and his camp, which we talked about, especially when your promoter, co-promoter, Bob Barham, is out there bashing Teofimo Lopez for being irresponsible. <laughs> and I have not heard one peep out of the old man yep. about his about his gypsy king. B-Ray? No, no, not really. Apparently, I've read all he said was like, he took the first shot, but he didn't want to take the second one because he didn't want to be tired. So that, 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 and that's what led for him to get COVID. But you, that's all he said. Apparently. That's the quote. Apparently, Bob Aaron said about Fury... He didn't like you know like ground him and talk shit about it. No, he just said, "Oh, he was a, he was an idiot." What, what's your thoughts shit? on that? Like, what's your thoughts overall about the whole thing? You know, it, the the it's starting to build up where they think Tyson Fury openly ducked this because I don't know if you heard this, B Ray. This is a rumor, and I'm not. And you know me with the rumors. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. The rumor is <laughs> he got the shit beat out of him in sparring. To I've point, read that rumor too. He got knocked the fuck out, and then I he didn't feel too. comfortable Lee going into this fight. So he pulled the, I got COVID. I've got the Teofimo Lopez excuse. Yep. Do you believe that? Or do, I, or do you think he generally got COVID? I, honestly, I, I mean, of course, we, we don't know. But I'm just I'm just saying with my gut feeling. So I can't just say, like, oh, it's a fact. But I, I, I don't believe it. I don't. I My I, my instinct just feels like it's, it's full of shit. Again, he has a history of it. So I think that doesn't help, too, as well. Yeah, he yeah. has a history of it, so people kind of have the the right to say that. If you know what I mean, like they yeah. have every reason, I should say, every reason to call him a liar because he has history of that, of just pulling out a fight. So to me, I'm I'm sorry, I'm taking it as like he he pulled out. He pulled out because he probably wasn't ready. He probably saw something in Wilder where he goes, "Holy shit, I probably need a little more time to focus on this." I don't know. I think. 
I, I, I want, and I'm going to agree with you that, yes, he is known as a liar, not just pulling out a fight, but general liar in general. <laughs> you knew whether you knew that you were in an arbitration with Deontay Wilder. You knew that the judge was going to make its final call on a Monday, but on a Sunday evening, you posted a video saying that you just spoke to the Saudi prince and that you and Anthony Joshua were set to go get it on. And then the next day we hear it's not going to happen. You're going to fight Deontay Wilder. I can't forgot about that. Yeah. You know, so he's he's been known to lie. He's been known to, you know, exaggerate the truth. In other words, he's a fucking liar again. Yeah, yeah he is. I want to believe. I don't know. I want to believe. I'm hoping that, you know, not hoping because I don't want to say I hope he got COVID. <laughs> you look, he was out there, you know, um, perfect example right now, ladies and gentlemen, as we're recording Comedian, you know, actor on Netflix show, Fluffy, Gabriel Glasses yes. caught COVID. Uh-huh. And everyone's now going, well, you know, I thought this vaccine was supposed to help. And I know we don't talk about this, but look, ladies and gentlemen, vaccines doesn't mean you're cured. It means your body now has a defense to fight against this shit. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you're fucking cured. You're yeah. fucking morons. <laughs> so I want to get that um, cleared up in that way. Um, Tyson Fury didn't take the first, the second shot. So he felt he was okay to go around. And now as we're reopening, more and more people are not taking it as serious anymore. And we're seeing these consequences again with Teofimo Lopez. Mm-hmm. Whether or not it's true, it's up to him. Only he knows. Yep. And with Tyson Fury, we don't know. And, he, and what makes it bad is that he has a history of being a bullshitter, extending the yep. truth, being a liar. Exactly. I'm leaning towards the fact that if you look at video of him in January... Leaning up to even now, the physique he has does not look like a guy that was ready to go to, into a fight compared to a guy like Deontay Wilder, mm-hmm. who he is jacked the fuck up. Yep. This guy is being chiseled, yep, motivated by hate, motivated by vengeance. Oh, yeah. That's again against a guy who, you know, yeah, you, you beat him up in the second fight. You got the best of him in the first fight. But I want to think he saw something in that press conference that I, I think he thought he was going to see a, a a a shell of the man he thought, oh, you're not Deontay Wilder. You're acting like Deontay Wilder. Mm-hmm. But he must have saw something. Oh, he must have. And then I'm assuming he's hearing reports of what's going on in Wilder's camp, or he's not hearing a goddamn word because maybe Wilder's camp is super secretive. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing coming out of that camp. Yep. But... Wow, I mean, Fury, again, you look at his physique. Look at it. Ladies and gentlemen, look at pictures before the Fury uh, Fury Wilder 2 fight. Look the way he looked. The way he was acting. Look at the way he's acting now. Completely different guy. Mm-hmm. It's almost like he's reverted back to the to the, the, the Tyson Fury that beat Vladimir Klitschko where he looked at the best of his abilities and then he was out there fucking around in the pubs. <laughs> you, know, got, you know, he said he was out there fucking, snorting coke, doing all the things. I'm not saying he's doing this right now, but uh-huh. I think I think he is binge eating. I think he's out there. He's celebrating the. He's still out there celebrating the win against Deontay Wilder, <laughs> while Wilder has been on the ground, training, building his body for hurt. Mm-hmm. And I think that the rumors of Tyson Fury getting the shit beat out of him in sparring is true, especially with three weeks leading into the fight. That the rumors coming out that you got knocked the fuck out in sparring. It's not a good look for you. Nope. And the way you look, 
And then the way that you might, and you, you, he was in front of fucking Wilder. He must have sensed that. For like, what was it, five minutes, I think? Yeah. And like, he won the, he won the fucking moral ground. <laughs> Not, he won the, the stare down, which meant shit to Wilder. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Which meant shit to him. <laughs> like, he hasn't been phased by him. I think, you know what I mean? It's almost like mm-hmm. he had, like, and I said it in the press conference, he looked, he looked like he needed to win in any way. Oh, I won the stare down. It was, yeah, clearly. Wilder gave two shits. You didn't penetrate his defense in getting to him like you did mm-hmm. the last two times. He just straight up came, looked you dead in the eye, basically gave you the stare. I'm going to fucking decapitate you. I'm only here for this. I got to go back and train. Compared to him, like, flaunting around with these fucking suits, shirtless, with his gold chains, his Gucci mm-hmm. robes. <clears throat> Again, celebrating the win he did two years ago. Uh, two years ago now? Two years ago, I believe. He's still say. celebrating that win. Oh, uh, a year and a half. I'm sorry. Okay, whatever. Oh, yeah, He's uh-huh. still celebrating uh-huh. that win. Yeah. To me, all ro- all roads show that he openly ducked this rematch right now on mm-hmm. July 24th. It to me, it's it's pain, it's showing to be he's ducking the rematch. He wasn't ready. He wasn't ready, B Ray. Which gets me to think: Was he even preparing for Joshua, or was he just fucking around? Like, did he really expect not to? Like, I'm trying to put myself in the mind of the Gypsy King. What was he expecting? Because the physique he was going into this fight, was he ever going to be ready for Joshua then? Like, is he that delusional to think that he was going to walk in there with the in bad shape, still celebrating a win from a year and a half ago, and go defeat the unified heavyweight champ Anthony Joshua? Did he... And, and then again, and to all the Tyson Fury fans going, well, he did, you know, he beat him. He, he knocked out Deontay Wilder. Okay, cool. My question's always been to this day. I stand here and mm-hmm. it's on the record. If you beat him the first time, the, the first time, and you beat him the second time easily, why not give him the fucking rematch? Beat him easily, make some money, set the fucking fight against Joshua even bigger than mm-hmm. it supposedly bigger. is. Yep. Why go through all this trouble? Why go through That's the trouble true. in the press conference to pull out? Something happened in the press conference. Something happened in between going into that fight. Well, he got knocked the fuck out. Well, if, if you if you watch it, actually, if anybody watches the press conference, you saw how you even said it right when Wilder was not responding. Just the way Fury was talking, it was odd. Like it's almost like even he had a hard time what the fuck to say. He's leaving the fight to pro- you promote the fight. Promote it. Basically, it was like that. Yes, promote it. I'm putting it on your back. It Go. was just odd. It wasn't the same energy that you saw him in all the, all the press conference. So that's one of the things that felt odd because, like, I think I think he even said it too. He didn't have much ammunition. He wasn't he wasn't thriving off of anything really, because he wasn't. Well, again, Wilder was not listening. So I I like to think that fucking bugged him. And the fact that there's no uh, multi press conference tour, it's just a one off. The next time we'll see each other is on the. The day before the fight and the mm-hmm. weigh-in, and then on the day of the fight. That's about it. We're yeah, not going to see exactly. each other again. Again, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, if I'm wrong, if you think I'm wrong, hey, like I said, below the description of this episode, you got an email address. Shoot me <laughs> exactly. an email. Shoot me an email. Tell me I'm wrong. DM us on the page. Tell her we're wrong. Tell me I'm wrong about this. <laughs> the writing's on the wall. He openly ducked this. Really How good. do you defeat COVID in six days? I... I I'm not a doctor, but I think that takes a little, just a little bit, just a little while, right? Especially the he they're saying he got the second variant, like the the, the new variant strain. Oh come on! And you only had one shot. You didn't even take the Johnson and Johnson shot. You took a uh, what a Moderna or <laughs> uh, uh, or Pfizer, whatever the fuck you yeah, took. Yeah. 
and you beat it in six days. You test a negative out of nowhere. That's yeah. I don't know. I'm see, you see what I mean? Full of shit. I, I, I think it's full that. of shit. I believe it's full of shit. I think it's full of shit. You know, and I know people. Are like, oh, you're just trying to build this narrative for a while. I'm not. Oh, it's... Look, look at what's going on right now. Exactly. <laughs> look at what's going on. He tested positive on July 13th. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I think was it sixth uh, July 20? No, not the not even the 20th. Uh, a couple they just did a second test a couple of days later. He tested negative again. Mm-hmm. Six days, so 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. So no, so yeah, today. So no, he wasn't. So July twelfth. No, not twelve. My bad, guys. I'm like looking. <laughs> I know. I'm like off of my kind of like this guy can't get shit straight. <laughs> so he got tested on July fifth, from July fifth to July twelfth. He tested negative. So in, in one week, you beat COVID nineteen. Yeah, it's full of shit. And I guess they're doing another test, and they're thinking he's gonna come on negative again. And you're and you're one in because of this, you just want to fly back to the UK. You want to fly back, but you got COVID though. You tested negative, but you got you. I mean, still, protocols need to be done. Uh, no, that's the thing too. Like, are you even, are you even allowed to fucking fly? Like, and he's taking pictures with fans, dude. You just tested positive for COVID. Why are you out and about? I, Shouldn't I, you be quarantined? Exactly. Exactly. That's why I say it's full of shit. And the Wilder fight, going back to that. You you can tell he was a little bit delusional. He felt like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put him down in the first round. If I don't do it, I'll just quit on my stool. Apparently, he's that confident. He's like, I, I can beat him easily. He's just a one trick pony, or whatever. Okay, then when I get the fight over with, he should have exactly. done that. Why exactly. go through the legalities? Why go through all this? Get it out of the way. Get I, it out of I, the I, way. I totally agree. Why go through all this? To me, like I said, I believe the rumors. I think he. I just to look at look at his physique, and he's the. And, yeah. and I'm not saying Tyson Fury's always had the best physique, but he looked great in the second fight. He had a great physique for the mm-hmm. second fight. This for now is like flabby. He has like little fucking fl- fupa, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. He do, he does he doesn't even look like he's in shape. No, no, he does not. Since the Wilder, he's out been celebrating that win. Mm-hmm. He's been celebrating that win. He's still banking on that win. That's like the highlight of his fucking career. Like, not not even beating Vladimir Klitschko was that highlight. No, this I, is his highlight. Exactly. Which gets me to think, like, is he... Is, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. Let's get on the next subject. I think, <laughs> I think we'll spend too much time here. But again, it's being rescheduled for October 9th. October 9th. October yep. 9th. We'll see what happens next. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I, I don't know what Wilder's going to do. If I'm Wilder, I would taper down, rest a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. I think... To all this training, all this vengeance he has, it's still gonna be there. Yeah. Um. To, you know, I think he should take time, go to his, see his family, or you know, I think he's training with. Relax, relax a couple weeks, get back into training. Cause you don't want to be overtrained going into October fourth. Yeah, you don't. October 9th, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be overtrained. You know, it's heavyweight division, so he doesn't really have to struggle on the weight. But, um, you know, work out here and there, light workouts. Yep. I think he, you don't want to make you. He doesn't want to peak too quick. I think they're no, gonna, he doesn't. So I think, you know, a couple weeks off and then get back into mm-hmm. it and start training, preparing yourself for October 9th. Which you he know? should be, yeah. Hopefully he doesn't pull Which gives one. him more time to spend with Malik Scott, his trainer. Yep. Which gives him more time to come up to fine-tune the game plan going into I going into so. that fight. I, to me, this I think this benefits uh, Wilder, in my, in my, uh, my opinion. I was thinking that, too. I think it benefits him. Stays more time with his trainer, who's yep. you know new, new to the camp. They get to know each other. They get to work on more on the game plan mm-hmm. going into the second fight, third fight. So we'll see what happens. We'll see. Uh, again, we'll see if he pulls out of the fight or not. 
If he pulls out of the fight, what do you think of that? Oh, bullshit. Again, full of shit. That, to me, that's, full, again, another another full of shit story that we'll talk about. What, what, what would be Tyson Fury's legacy then? Like, if you actually look at it, his only notable wins are against Vladimir Klitschko and Deontay Wilder. Wilder. Would he be considered a Hall of Famer? Like, uh, in all t- at least a, a one of the best heavyweights we've seen so far? Like, what's your take on that guy? I, I, I say no straight out. Not really. Not really. Well, yeah. But where's about talking? No, not really. I'm sorry. With with if you're, if you're gonna leave it like that, yeah, not really. He never really fought the best besides Vladimir and, and Deontay, but mm-hmm. that's what you're gonna hang your hat on. Exactly. This Joshua fight could have been also very good for he him. He could have fought Dylan White and Ruiz. That too. Luis Ortiz. Luis Ortiz. You know, this is a guy that again is hanging his hat on two win on uh two wins against one against Vladimir mm-hmm. one against Wilder. Yep. If he pulls out, like, what does that stain his legacy? I think it does. I, I think to me it really does. It's it's gonna look bad on him even more. It's gonna look worse on him. The first time we felt bad, he got mm-hmm. into addiction. What would be the excuse this time? I fell back into it. I, I relapsed. They <laughs> might say that. I'm like, <laughs> it might be the sappy story. But again, you know, boxing's always looking for the great white hope, and Deontay mm-hmm. Wilder is that great white hope at this moment, and that's why. And it's about race, but let's just be honest. I mean, we've over, since since the. Since the uh, the domination of ethnic ethnic people in in the sport of boxing, yeah, we've you know the sport of boxing has always looked for that one great white hope, and the only great white hope we ever had was named Rocky Balboa, who was a fictional fighter. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> Other than that, I mean, we've never had it, and then this is the closest we can get. That's the closest they can get to yeah. it is with Tyson Fury, and this isn't about race. I'm just saying, you know, you know I, the writing's on the wall, folks. Yep, is it is. All right, moving on. DAZN just announced August 14, 12 rounds, welterweight contest. We got the young gunslinger from Texas, Virgil Ortiz mm-hmm. Jr. versus Cavalasco, Casca, Mean Machine. Mean Machine. Mean Machine. Mean Machine. I don't want to butcher the man. Mean Machine, B-Ray. What's your take on this? We kind of called it. This was going to be the fight. We, we did. We heard the rumors. We said, okay, that's not a bad fight. It's official. August 14th, DAZN. In Texas, what's your take on this? Is his second fight at welterweight. He fought Maurice Hooker the first time at oh, welterweight. Good. Looked good. Got touched up. Mm-hmm. Fighting Mean Machine, who many of you guys know his claim to fame is um, putting down Terrence Crawford and giving Terrence Crawford at least one good, one or two good rounds before Crawford decided to beat the snot out of him. <laughs> Beery, what's your take? Man, it's what we talked about. This is a, another good fight for Ortiz, man. And this this is gonna be very good. I like the fact how this fight's taking place a week before the the big welterweight fight against uh, Manny Pacquiao versus Earl Spence. So this is gonna be a very good you know two weeks of boxing man of that month. So I really can't wait. That has to be a very good one. I, I Ortiz even said it man with this fight and the, depending on how how he looks now he wins the fight if he if he wins the fight man I think that that's gonna make a lot of people you know. Take a look at this kid and be like, you know what? This guy's a real deal. Um, yeah and no. I think I said it after the Maurice Hooker fight. Mm-hmm. I want to give him two to two to three good fights before he he's out there I challenging agree. the best fighters in the world. Um, I didn't like the way he looked. He he got touched up against Maurice Hooker, especially yeah. when Maurice Hooker was coming off a long layoff. Mm-hmm. Who was his what, only second fighter welterweight? I think yes. Uh-huh. Um, mean Machine is a natural welterweight. Mm-hmm. Yes, he hasn't fought. I'm assuming. Um, I think I haven't checked his box track, but he hasn't fought since the Crawford fight. I'm gonna assume the Crawford fight. Um, yeah. Virgil Ortiz, young gunner. Um, mm-hmm. you know, under the tutelage of what um 
uh, Robert Garcia. Well, yeah, Robert Garcia, you're right. Yep. We'll see what the adjustments they made this time. Hopefully, it was a little better. Yeah, he'll look better. Um, you know, I still want to see him fight maybe two more times before he's out there calling out Crawford. I agree. If too. the fight happens, I'm okay with it. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, I kind of want to see what. I, I, I know what. I'm just gonna mm-hmm. wait to see what happens on August yeah, 14th. Yeah, yeah. But I'm still, I'm still gonna be under the same thinking until otherwise proven wrong. I agree. By the performance of Virgil Ortiz mm-hmm. on October, uh, August 14th. I'm sorry, but um. Good, a good opponent, though. No, it is a really good opponent. I think this is gonna make. To me, I feel like uh, he's gonna get a bit more eyes this time, in my opinion. But again, we like you said, we gotta see how how it goes. More eyes, fourteen. Yeah, he's gonna get more eyes, but it's gonna be more of like the comparison. What can he do? That for sure. Of yes. course, the, the comparisons gonna be right away. Like, oh well, Crawford got rid of him in this many rounds. Mm-hmm. What can you do? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's yep. gonna be the comparison. Like so. We'll see what happens. Yep. But not not a bad fight. Not a bad fight. No, I agree. So we'll see. All right, moving on. Give me a sec. Give me a sec. Sick. So um, we're going to do a quick one. It's called uh, Jane Berry Boxing Rumor Report. It's in rumored that Mayweather Promotion is eyeing Joseph Jojo Diaz for an October fight in Atlanta. Damn. B-Ray, what's your take on that's, this? Uh, that That's... I think that's going to be another pretty good pay-per-view fight. That has to be pay-per-view. Yeah, of course. Obviously. So, I would love to see that fight. But, uh... Ugh, don't... I'll, I'll just say this. I, I don't like Diaz's chances on this fight, man. If, if he takes it against Tank. I take this as, as... As I just said, it's a rumor. I don't believe Mayweather Promotions would work with Golden Boy Promotions. I mean, after what fight. he said. <laughs> after after both elite... Like, the faces of their own promotions. Oscar mm-hmm. De La Hoya who's been outspoken about his exhibition with Vitor Belfort saying, I want two more fights and then I want to fight Floyd and Canelo in a, uh-huh. in a real yep. fight. And Mayweather, who's always bashed Oscar De La Hoya and always. told him a promotion. I don't see these guys ever working together, especially when Tank is obviously the A-side. Yeah. Obviously, Mayweather promotion is going to want to take lead on this. It's obviously to be on Showtime pay-per-view. Obviously. Obviously, they're going to want to push... Oh yeah, Golden Boy out of the picture going, we're the premier promoter. Obviously, this fight's <laughs> not going to happen. This is obviously a rumor. Oh, of course, yeah. And and if the fight does happen, I think it'd be a good fight. But Very good fight. I think, uh, you know what? It, I'll, I'll look at it. If this fight happens, it's going to be as good as long as it lasts. True. It's kind of like you don't want to get up out of your seat because you don't know when this fight's going to end. Yeah, very true. That's the type of fight. And that's a good pay-per-view seller. It is. It's an all-action fight you can't miss. I fucking agree. <laughs> and right now, Tank Davis is right now like where Mike Tyson was in his prime. You mm-hmm. don't you don't want to miss how this fight's going to end. How vicious Tank can get to end this fight. Mm-hmm. That's where he's at at this moment. So, I agree. Like I said, I'll use the word again. Obviously, I, it's a rumor, so we'll see what happens. But I doubt that. I don't think that happens. I agree. I, I totally agree. I th- I like to believe. I think we're leaning more on Diaz versus Haney. That's, oh, the way these guys are going back and forth. Yes, I mean Haney said, "Hey, man, October." Diaz came back going, "Haney, no, November, we got a deal." Haney's a free agent. Yep. If I'm Golden Boy, you got two big fights: Haney and Ryan Garcia versus David Haney. Sign. Sign, partner up, not sign. Partner up with Devin Haney. Mm-hmm. Now, knowing Oscar, he doesn't like to do partners. He likes to be signing fighters. Yep. But 
I'll say this right. I'll say this right now. Prediction time. I'm gonna put on my prediction. I'm gonna put on my future. I'm gonna get on my DeLorean, B-Ray, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. gun this shit to a couple months from now. I actually do believe Devin Haney will partner up Golden Boy Promotions hmm. for a X amount fight. First fight under the con- under the new deal will be against uh, by, uh Joseph Jojo Diaz. Hmm, okay. Quote me on this. Ryan Garcia has another meltdown with his promoter <laughs> about money. <laughs> Oh, shit. Because when he finds out how much Devin Haney is going to get paid under Golden Boy Promotions, <laughs> he's going to fucking shit some bricks. He's going to go on social media talk about that his promoters suck, mm-hmm. that this and that, blah, blah, blah. And he's going to go in a little bitch bitch rant. <laughs> like he did last time. <laughs> like he did last time. And then that, that he's not going to fight nobody. That, and I'll say, I'll even go as far as this. He's going to retire because he's proven that he's already proven himself in the sport. That's how delusional I think the little kid is. Okay. He's that delusional. He, just say, he doesn't need boxing. You know, he's never needed boxing. Boxing needs him. <laughs> but watch. That's I'm putting that's my future prediction. What's gonna happen? I think that fight's gonna, I think Golden Boy, just to get the just to get Devin Haney and get these fights, we'll do that. Guarantee it. Watch. Watch. Be your watch. Golden Boy do don't do that. Oh they, fuck Delaware doesn't give a fuck. He needs money. He needs money. <laughs> He needs money. He needs the money. <laughs> Devin Haney would be bringing that type of money in. Oh, man. All right, next one. This is the last topic before we go into it. So it says, Eddie Hearn has claimed that Al Heyman's PBC would prefer to do a three-fight Fox deal with Canelo, starting with Caleb Plant. Hearn's insisted this defeats the point of the status as a network free agent, but said Canelo is open to a one-fight Fox deal versus Plant. B-Ray. Well, you sent me this one, and I read it, and I laughed, and I replied to you. Yeah, well, doesn't it defeat the purpose that you signed him through a three-fight deal to match him on the zone? So that technically defeats your purpose of calling him a free exactly. agent as well, to a network free agent. That's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> so what was the difference when you signed him to a three-fight deal when he fought Callum Smith, Yearden, mm-hmm. and Billy Joe Sanders, and all three fights were on the zone? Mm-hmm. So he wasn't really a network free agent. He was a hired gun for hire yep. on the network. Yeah. The same deal that rumor has it is that Al Heyman's throwing to Canelo. Mm-hmm. Hey, come over here to Fox. All three fights will be on pay-per-view. And it's only going to be a three-fight deal. How is that any different from Al Heyman <laughs> to what Eddie Hearn just pulled off a couple months ago with uh, Canelo Alvarez? I think that's obviously Eddie Hearn basically saying, hey, fuck you. That's my fighter. It's basically Al Heyman going, hey, you don't need... That fucking, that limey fuck in your corner. <laughs> Come over here. We'll treat you right. We'll roll the red carpet. We'll get you paid. Just don't bring that asshole. <laughs> Basically what's happening here. Damn. Basically what's happening here. And Eddie's shitting, Eddie's shitting breaks, biting and biting his nail going, oh, I hope they, I hope Canelo doesn't take this fight. <laughs> and I bet he's asking zone to cut him a big fat check to approve a big, to approve a fight. With rumor is Triple G. Yep. Triple G. Rumor. Beraviev. And Bivol. Bivol, yep. To keep him in the zone. Now, Fox has come back and said, no, we're willing to do a one-fight deal. Just, you know, we want to have it here in Fox. Fox Mm pay-per-view. Now, does that change the fact? Now, this is the question I'm going to ask you. Would you rather have Canelo... Stay with the zone and watch 
on his own for nine ninety nine a month if he'd been grandfathered in? <laughs> or would you rather pay eighty dollars for a one fight deal on Fox pay per view against Canelo uh, Canelo versus Plant? I mean, if you're asking a fan, to, for me, I guess if you're asking me, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't. Let's say right, that's the fucking price since you threw out that number. I threw out eighty because that's you. Eighty, I, that's right? the average. I think it's right. Be, yeah, for the caliber, yeah, for the for the, for the plant fight, yeah, I would not want to pay eighty bucks for but that. But if you found that Canelo was gonna do a three fight deal on Fox pay per view, would you still be open to buy it for that fight now? But it's a three fight deal, like you know, you know, you're gonna get your money's worth because he's gonna be on pay per view three fights in a row. I'm sorry, with 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 plant, I no. I don't see... But the payoff would be... Okay, so let me throw this in. Let me add more Let me add more spice mm-hmm. to this the question. Okay, three-fight deal. Obviously, the, if he does this... If the rumor is true that Al Heyman's offering the three-fight mm-hmm. deal, plants the first one. Of course. That would, be, that, would be, that would be the equivalent to Mayweather versus Guerrero. Mm-hmm. Are we still on the same page? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, the two most likely opponents for Canelo Alvarez on the next two pay-per-view fights would be Benavides... All depending if he wins his next fight. Uh-huh. And Jamal Charlo. Would it be worth Canelo coming to the and being a three fight deal on Fox pay per view? All three fights, eighty dollars. Would it be worth to the boxing public? Or mm-hmm. is it worth just paying the nine ninety nine a month or twenty bucks a month or the hundred dollars for the full year for the zone to get Triple G part three? Arthur better be if and Dimitri Bibble. Uh, no, the one, no. Because, uh, what sounds I've, better? What sounds better? What sounds better? Again, I'm I'm just saying it because of me, because I've said it many times on the show. I want to see Canelo against Charlo, so I love the Fox deal. Thank you. I want to see the fight with Charlo the most. God damn it! <laughs> I, I get you. I get you. Yep. But you get what I'm saying, though, right? Exactly. Yep. It's a more compelling deal if it's a three fight deal. Mm-hmm. Like, as a consumer, do I really want to pay eighty dollars to fight Plant? No, I don't. Do I want to pay the? Do I want to get the subscription to the zone for a one-time deal of what twenty bucks or nine 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 a month mm-hmm. for him for playing? Yes. Is this fight gonna happen? I don't know. I don't know. Apparently, it's lagging. Whose fault? And, and if this fight doesn't happen, whose fault do you think it is? Because in this situation, I mean, right now it's looking. It, I mean, again, I mean, they're not really saying much, right? Not much. I'm not hearing very much on Plant's uh, side. I'm mostly hearing on, I guess Eddie Hearn. I don't. I'm not hearing much on Canelo as well. So you already know who I'm. So blame. what happened? So you already know who I'm gonna blame. It, who you? I'm, I look like you're gonna blame it on Eddie Hearn. Who's the one talking? You know, Eddie Hearn. Who's not talking? Um, Al Heyman's team. Al Heyman's team. They're a mom. What have no, I? What have I always said about negotiation in public? You don't negotiate in public. <laughs> Because that shit never happens. Exactly. Everything behind closed doors. When you're out there going, oh, you know, the fight's about... Th- what happened to when Tyson Fury Joshua for fucking five months? What happened, B-Ray? What happened? Oh, they, they, just, they just talked. Did a, Is the fight happening? Nope. Thank you. Nope, not happening. What ha- what has fucking Eddie Hearn been doing the last couple weeks? Fucking talking shit. Talking he's, about... He's the one saying it. Oh, it, you know, it's it's lagging. Plants, you know, Plants camp is lagging. Better so, so Viv, far, he, better yeah. Viv, Bivol, yeah, Triple G. He's right. throwing out names already. He really is, and he's making it seem like it's Plant's fault. That's what he's trying to do. So whose fault is it then? If oh, if wow. this fight doesn't happen, September doesn't happen. I'm still thinking that Canelo fights in November. I'm still sticking to the November fight. Yeah, yeah he told me that. Yes, I'm still sticking to November. I don't think he's gonna fight in September. Wow. 
I'm still taking. I'm still taking him. Remember, he has like what? So what? How many fucking days? How many weeks be- before the fight? What do you? Uh, who for? Um, Canelo if he fights in September. He has like what? Six. He weeks, has about seven weeks. Something like that. Yeah. Enough time. Basically two months. Yeah. He has enough time. Been promoting the fight though. Not much. He, you guys, they should have been promoting at least by June, maybe early July. We're almost in the, we're in the middle of Jul- in July. Middle of July. So I don't think it's gonna happen. I, November. I'm telling you. I November. He's probably gonna, he's probably gonna fight again. Deal with Martial Weekend. Yeah. Or yeah, exactly. I'm blaming Eddie Hearn on this. I mean, on the boxing public should do should do it too. I mean, I've always said it again. You don't negotiate in public. You don't. You don't go on every fucking platform and say, oh, you know, we're in open discussion. Next week. Oh, it's lagging. <laughs> so you know what? They're lagging. I don't mm-hmm. know what's going on. They're lagging. Well, I know I talked to the zone about Triple G. I spoke to Canelo and told him, what happens if I can't get this fight for you? Who do you... And he goes, I want this fight. But if, what if? And he said, this is how great he is. He wants to move back up to light heavyweight and take up Dimitri Bivol and Arthur Beterbiev. Can you believe this guy? This guy's, a, this guy's a, one of the greats. He wants to fight the best. And now it's, do you believe they offer Canelo a three-fight deal? That takes away the whole name of network uh, free agent. <laughs> now let me let me quote you on Al Heyman. <laughs> nothing. There's fucking nothing. For a moment I go like, wait, he talks? I go... <laughs> Like that fucker, never, I, he, I don't even think he even has any social media. <laughs> not even, not even the Watson family saying anything. No, no, nobody saying. Not no even way. fucking plant. No, no, not even plant. At least directly to Canelo, but that's it. Not much. Yeah, that's about it. That's about it. So, to me, this, I don't think this fight happens. This fight doesn't. Isn't happen. that fucking sad? Like that's that's like come on. Uh, how, well, that's two times in a row that Canelo's had a crack and undisputed, yeah. and. Because of money and because of of networks and whatever has not had the opportunity. He had the opportunity at middleweight to fight uh, to fight Demetrius Andre. Mm-hmm. He lost the IBF title because you know he blames Golden Boy. I choose to believe that. Mm-hmm. Okay, he moved up to super middleweight. He got all the he got all three belts. He has one more belt left, and it's literally close enough that he can touch it, mm-hmm. and the fight's not being pulled off. It's not being pulled off. For whatever reason. Yeah. It's not being pulled off. And I'm choosing to blame Eddie Hearn on this. Eddie Hearn didn't want to lose it. Eddie Hearn basically just left Sky Sports and has now may have planted his flag on the zone. Yeah, he did. On the back of, I'm assuming, promises that he's going to keep Canelo here. On the promises I'm that pretty he's... Sure on he... the promises that he's going to bring the undisputed championship of the, he- the heavyweight division here to the zone. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that he's basing he's basing everything on these two fighters. Yep. He can't afford to lose these guys. He can't afford that. And I think that's what he's doing. He's just going nuts. He's doing pretty much everything in his power to just have these fighters stay, especially Canelo. Free agent, yeah, but to him is like no, but, but at the end of the day, no, he's staying on on this network. Money talks. Exactly. Money talks, and I think you know you could probably convince Canelo. Look, everyone wants to see you in Triple G. They've been wanting to see you in Triple mm-hmm. G. Triple G says he's ready. Let's do it. Let's get this money. You know, and whatever. I'm, I'm done with this talk. Yeah, me too. 
All right, let's get to the main event. This Saturday night, which I, I think I, I want to say it's not uh, Vegas. Yeah, you're right. I, I, I don't want to say Vegas, too. No, San Antonio. Yeah, I, was about to, I was about to say maybe Texas. No, okay. so this Saturday night, San Antonio, <laughs> live on Showtime. Not pay-per-view, regular oh, Showtime. Showtime. You got, for, you got the champion, the unified champ, Jermel mm-hmm. Charlo. Not Jamal, this is Jermel, <laughs> the, the super motorweight champ. Yep. First is Brian Castano for the for the first time ever in a long time. Very long time. For the Undisputed Championship of the World. Yep. B Ray, this fight is big for for numerous reasons because in the four belt era, there's only been a handful of fighters right now that have uh, have gotten to Undisputed. Yeah. Um, Tiafimo Lopez um, Terrence Crawford and this Saturday night the winner of, of yep. Charlo Castano so th- that's magnitude happens so we're going to be giving our predictions and I forgot to put the music so ladies and gentlemen these are our predictions what's your prediction for the fight then? prediction? yes prediction hey So, Pire, <laughs> undisputed. What's your thoughts on this? Before we get into it, what's your thoughts on the undisputed <laughs> shit? Like when it, when you hear for this is for all the marbles for all the belts. What comes into mind for you? The show, which I think it's obvious who, but it it, 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 all, it means to who is the best in that division. That's what it is. Basically, Co- the, the two best guys in the division. Two best guys in that division. That's basically what it means. And we're going to see who is, yeah, and who's really the best. This fight to me, man, I, you can't, I, I don't know, I don't want to sound like a Charlo fan, but you can't, Charlo has to win this. There's just no way he's not going to walk out of Texas without those belts, man. Charlo's going to fucking show again, even before this fight, way before this fight's ever happened. He was already saying, no, I am the top guy in this division. Mm. I am the champion. I think he even said it. I don't. I don't. I don't really. He doesn't really need to, you know, win that belt. He's proven that he's the best. He's proven to be the shot caller of the division. The Basically, king, the kingpin of the division. Yes. Um. Look. To me, undisputed is, and especially in this era, it's a great feather in your cap. It, it really ba- is. It basically is gonna. It it basically leads to the road to the Hall of Fame. It does. Especially when all said and done, like let's say. Um, the winner of this fight, whether it be Charlo, whether it be Castano, whether they go after this fight and lose a couple fights, mm-hmm. their their claim to fame will always will be they became mm-hmm. in this era the third person to be to hold all four belts. Yeah, then that's impressive, especially with the politics of boxing. Exactly, it's very impressive to have the undisputed mm-hmm. championship of the world. Um, I'm with you. I think this is a fight that Charlo should win. Charlo has proven he is the kingpin of the division. He is. The shot caller of the division by beating Tony Harrison. <laughs> he beat him up pretty But good. this fight, you know, and I did my homework, ladies and gentlemen. You know, a lot, I know a lot of people last uh, last week gave uh, gave me flack because Beery didn't do his homework on a couple fights. <laughs> but uh, I do my homework. And I think you're, as much as you're right, I think this is going to be a tough fight. But mm-hmm. I'm going to give the mic to you, Beery. And before I do, so Castano, Brian... 
And he spells it the way you the, your name is spelled. So. <laughs> with an I. Brian Carlos Castano is 17 wins, 0 losses, 1 draw with 12 knockouts. His draw was against former world champion Cuban fighter Elis Landilar. Mm-hmm. Other than that, since then, he's been in a two-fight win streak going into this fight against uh, Charlo. Let me swing back for you to get Charlo right now. Charlo's 32 wins. And they gave me the wrong Charlo, too. <laughs> I put Jamal and they gave me this one. <laughs> Give me a sec. See, this way. All right. Jamal Charlo, 34 wins, one loss, 18 knockouts. Mm-hmm. He's been in a three-fight win streak since he took the, since he lost to uh, Tony Harrison. Of course, he, fought, he beat George Cota. He beat the uh, Tony Harrison, the coming back his titles, and his last fight was against Jason Rosario. Mm-hmm. So that's to give you a background on what's going to happen uh, with these two fighters. So with all of that said, B-Ray, your predictions. My prediction on that man, Char- you know, you know, it does sound like yes, it's, it's not going to be. There's no way he's going to blow him out like his last opponent. I forgot his name on that pay per view they had Jason last Rosario. year. There we go. He blew him out, right? There's no way he's going to do that. Charlo for sure is going to earn this victory by, I say this by unanimous decision. So I think this goes to 12 rounds. And I think it's going to show. It's going to show he dominated the whole fucking round. Every, well, not, I want to say every. No way. There's no such thing as that. He'll probably lose maybe three rounds. But I see just Charlo winning this by unanimous decision. I just, there's no way I don't see him lose. I really fucking don't. He takes it. He takes that throne. Yeah. Um,. I'm not going to go as far as say that he's going to win three rounds. Um, Brian Castano is a good... He's very athletic. I must say that right now. I saw mm-hmm. a fight um, when he won the title for against Texarion. I saw that fight. He is fucking constant pressure. He's very athletic from bouncing on his feet from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. Relentless. Um, and likes to back fighters up. Charlo... Sometimes has struggle, struggle uh, has struggled being backed up. Tony Harrison was very good at backing him up, but Tony Harrison was also backing him up with an educated jab. So that's kind of the difference between I feel Tony Harrison's uh, success to I think Brian Castano. Brian Castano is a straight up uh, Argentinian bulldozer who's just gonna keep moving forward. Um, firepower wise, Charlo has a firepower. That for sure. He has firepower. Um, I feel since uh, being with uh, oh my god the trainer of Errol Spence uh, I forgot his name too I, but I know I didn't see his face <laughs> and I had his name in my head since joining with him I think he's fine tuned him I think he's been a little bit less reckless when it comes to punching mm-hmm. even in the Jason Rosario fight I mean it got into a firefight I felt he kept composed mm-hmm. um, Charlo Jamel, I'm sorry, I want to say Jamel. So I want to make sure I'm clear when I say this uh-huh. about that. Jamel Charlo <laughs> has this light switch in him. He knows when he needs to pick it up. It's almost in comparison to Sugar Ray Leonard. Um, when Sugar Ray Leonard fought Tommy Hearns and the famous Angelo Dundee speech, you're blowing, blowing it, son, you're blowing it. Uh-huh. And uh, Ray Leonard was able to turn that switch up to and turn the, you know, just you know with the light switch just turned it up and fucking yeah, yeah. took out um Tommy Hearns Jamel has that in him and yeah, it does you saw it in the second fight with Tony Harrison he was losing that fight in, on the scorecards and he was able to turn it up and he put down Tony Harrison with three occasions mm-hmm. and the final one was like you know the ref kind of said you know yeah, that had was enough. it yeah so he has that so fire 
firepower wise, I think the the fight goes to Jamel on that. The interesting thing is how good is Brian Castano's beard? How his chin to withhold <laughs> that? Because he's gonna keep coming in. He's gonna come in. He's gonna mm-hmm. come in. And does Charlo have the ability to counter punch and land those fucking bombs he's known for landing going mm-hmm. backwards? So this fight's gonna be interesting. But I think I'm gonna go Charlo Jamel. Charlo winning this fight. Jamel, not Jamal. Jamel. Jamel <laughs> Charlo winning this fight. The only thing I question is Brian Brian Castano's beard. It's, I mean, when I say beard, I mean his chin. Yeah, his chin. Uh huh. Yeah. To all the people, he doesn't have a beard. Because <laughs> you know you're gonna have that one idiot. Uh, how long can he last taking those punches and body shots? I say this fight will be fought. In a war of nutrition. Because Brian Castano is elevating his game by fighting the number one fast fighter in the world mm-hmm. with Jamel Charlo. The best number one fighter in the division. Yep. He's elevating himself. Jamel has already been in this fucking... He's been in this game already. Mm-hmm. He has fought at the top of this division. He's proven to be the top man in the division. I think the fight... The fight's going to be won in the later round. Who's going to withstand? Is... Charlo going to be able to withhold the constant pressure of Castano coming in, coming, mm-hmm. coming forward, pressing, pressing, pressing. Or does Brian Castano's chin and body bend to the will of Jermel Charlo's power? Mm-hmm. I say this fight ends by Charlo getting a eighth, ninth round TKO. All right, eighth or ninth. I think that. I don't think Brian Castano is going to be able to hate, get hit by those punches. I think Charlo's sturdy enough. And I think there are going to be moments, of course, that Brian Castano is going to have success on the ropes. Mm-hmm. But I think Charlo's going to be on his feet. I think Charlo's going to punch, is going to punch, punch this guy coming in. He's this fight, to. This fight's going to be as ugly. And I know I said it's ugly. This fight's going to be rough. I'm not ugly. It's going to be rough. I'm going to compare this fight to Floyd Mayweather, Ricky Haddon. Where Haddon was just on him, jumping he on him. He really was on him, yep. But Floyd was able to catch this guy coming in with those straight right yeah, hands. Yeah, he was, yep. And Castano's a southpaw, so that right hand's gonna mm-hmm. be straight in there. Yep. The and what ended up being the difference was Ricky Haddon. What Ricky Haddon's accumulate was getting so many punches throughout the fight that finally his chin gave in. Yeah. In the later <laughs> rounds, yep. now Floyd's not the biggest puncher in the world, and look, we saw what happened. Charlo is the big puncher in this division. He really is. I don't think that Castano is going to be able to withstand those type that assault, that type of power into the later rounds. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm picking eighth, ninth round TKO. That's what I said, and I think Jermel wins this fight. He has to. He has to. He has to. Like he again. wins this fight, he belongs in the top five pound for pound list. Which I think. Am they, I right? Or I, am I wrong? I, no, you're right. I am think, I right? No, no, you're right. And I think that that was uh, quite one of the questions they asked him about that, like. Especially this win, you think you deserve to be in the pound for pound list. He deserves to be in the pound for pound list, and this sets him apart from his brother now. No more the Charlo twins. No more. Who's better, Jermel no. or Jamal? Yep. Jermel wins this. Jermel is better than Jamal. I, I, I sense that too. Especially after Jamal's last performance. <laughs> yeah. He literally distanced himself mm-hmm. from his fucking brother yep. in this fight if he wins it like that. I, I totally agree, and I, I sense that. Yep. He becomes. 
the best fighter in the family. Yep. And to be honest, he becomes a star with this performance. Because to me, after this, there's nothing left for you to prove in 154, bro. I was about to say, like, I guess he just moves to 160 then. Why not? You know? <laughs> why not? Why not? Move right? Why not? Huh? I think why not move it to 160? <laughs> he, he did it. Yeah. After this fight, he's done at 154. What else? Yeah, you're right. I mean, the only interesting fights is Danny Garcia, but we haven't seen Danny at 154, so we don't even know how he looks at 154. No, exactly. That's the... May, maybe... Uh, uh, like... Can I say notable fight is yeah. Danny Garcia? But other than that, I mean, you basically beat a lot majority of the best fighters in that mm-hmm. division. Do I want to see a rematch with you and Erickson Lubin? Mm-hmm. You already beat the guy. Yeah, you beat him fresh. You beat him like before, you know before yeah. you know he was too he was too fresh to be in that yeah. in that in that fight. But you beat him anyways. Mm-hmm. Tony Harrison's done. Um. J Rock, J Rock still needs a couple more wins. Like uh, Hurd, no. J- 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 don't even bring Jared Hurd <laughs> into this conversation. Don't even bring him up. Like he was the guy everybody wanted to see at the time. So and Hurd like, blew it. Hurd blew it when he had the opportunity. Oh, he lost yeah. already. Like, dude, that was your opportunity to get that. Um, I think he moves up to middleweight. I, I don't. I don't. I think he, there's no business at 154 unless he wants to pay day with uh, Danny. Unless, but I, I don't know. That that wouldn't be much fair. <laughs> I don't think so. That's I think Danny fair. would have to have one warm up fight at one fifty four. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I mean, there's not there's nothing for Jermel to be doing. I think we'll move up to one sixty. I there's interesting fights up there for you. Mm-hmm. I know he's not gonna fight his brother, so anybody that goes in there, he's yeah. not gonna fight him. Get the fuck out of here. No, not gonna happen. That would probably make his brother move up to mid to super middleweight then. Probably. And so and and that's the way I look at it. I feel there's a likelihood of Jermel versus Demetrius Andrade. The Jamal versus Demetrius Andrade. Oh shit. I feel no offense. I think Jermel would take that fight. He, he would. <laughs> he fucking would. And I'm not saying that Jermel is ch- ducking uh-huh. to Demetrius Andre. I'm just saying that I feel that the likelihood of that fight happening is more with Jermel. Mm-hmm. That's very In true. my opinion. No, he'll take it. That, that, that's that's our take. So B-Ray got a decision win mm-hmm. for Jermel Charlo. I got an eighth, ninth round knockout, the TKO win for Jermel Charlo. Mm-hmm. And that's our prediction for this Saturday night. Again, folks, we do not recommend that you guys use tonight's no, no. picks to base it on your fucking um, to base it on your uh, betting lines. Yeah, whatever the kings, I don't know. DraftKings Draft or any other type <laughs> of betting. Don't do it. Please don't use ours. I mean, we're not we're like half the time right. Pretty much. You know. So if you if you lose money, then you know we we put the disclaimer. Then that's your problem. That's your not my problem. That's your problem. <laughs> Be ready. Do you want to add? I mean, that's pretty much it. It's been this good is up. pretty much it. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for listening, man. I can't wait to do this for the money review. You know? So I can't wait for that one. So thank you. Yeah, get, thank you again. Of course, also, man, get our merch, our summer merch. Get your, you know, favorite J&B Reboxing Podcast shirt. We're working on the stickers, guys. We're working on the yes, stickers yes, for you guys. Which will be free. So if you like them, we'll send them to you. Yep. Um, like B-Ray said, get the merch. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. It helps with tonight's visibility for the show and future episodes. It keeps the light on. Yeah. <laughs> keeps the light on. Um, Have a good weekend. Be safe. Yes, drink be responsibly. Because I will. Because I'm, I'm letting my... This is my weekend for my wife to drink. So I'm going to let her drink. So I will be drinking responsibly. And usually I don't, but this time I will. Um, enjoy the fights. Yes. We'll see you them. on Monday for Monday Review. Yep. Later. Later.
what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. This is all I got. This is all I got.